check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 73 of The Menovation. I think this morning we're coming in temperate. It's pretty cold. Though. It is like 29 <laughs> degrees out there. Yeah. So for Not Utah, hot, just temperate. Yeah. We're <laughs> pretty good for Utah. Oh, we're yeah. lukewarm. <laughs> we were hot. We were hot. We're lukewarm now. <laughs> it's a winter. Uh, this morning, uh, it is Ben and I and our producer. I guess we can start calling you that. I, I, you know what? I don't have a name badge yet. Yeah, producer. <laughs> so he's going to be the peanut gallery in the background. Boom. Um, but today, we are going to be talking about <laughs> legacy. We've been having, uh, I did lots of interviews with uh, some 80, I think he's 85. Anyway, so two, one was 85, one was 88. Um and it got me thinking about legacy and what that looks like for us as younger men um, and what we're going to do. How are we going to think about it? What uh, do we even give a crap about legacy on episode 73? All right. Mm. Legacy. Way different than what we were just talking about. <laughs> right. Thank God we can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't want to heal our... Uh, yeah, COVID conspiracy. Subscribe to the Patreon to <laughs> yeah. get this secret content. Just kidding. Ben, you think about Legacy? Yeah, it was my second car. Oh my God. There you go. They're good cars. <laughs> they are good cars. Two five boxers. Who makes a Legacy? Subaru. Subaru's. Oh, Sub oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Subaru has the Legacy. <laughs> yes. They have a terrible Legacy when it comes to head gaskets, don't they? They fixed that. They Did fixed they? that. Yeah, yeah. Late, late. Yeah, mine was so leaking all the time. They also sell a block sealer that at, that's factory. It's like five bucks fixes that. In oh yeah, okay, it's great. Wow, that's not that's, <laughs> it's not the legacy we wanted to talk no, about. No, not the legacy we want to talk oh, about. Oh yeah, cut. <laughs> <laughs> Can't cut it. It's in there now. No, it's live. Uh, yeah, legacy Ben. You got two kids. It's yeah. It's you got a large family. Uh, I heard a quote. I don't know who said it, um, but I agree. Uh, it's not what you leave behind. It's what you leave in them. That's the legacy. And so uh, it's for me, it's raising better humans, um, teaching them what's right, what's wrong, having them decide for themselves, uh, just giving them autonomy, but teaching them what's right. Uh or how to think about something is right or wrong. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Uh, of course, I'm going to go here um, with all the transgender stuff. And the reason why is because, you know, you're thinking about what you're leaving in them. You're thinking about their future, you know, their kids, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and that's all kind of like lumped into legacy, right? And I think about what do these people think their future is going to be like? Like, I was watching, of course, just randomly on the internet scrolling. And this guy, this dad, is promoting his young son. He's got to be, like, four-ish to be a girl. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? Especially now. Now that the voices are coming out. People that transitioned are now trying to detransition. And all the voices that are coming out. Um, even, like, the people that do happen to be gay, for example. You know, that all get lumped into this LGBTQ2 blah, blah, blah. 
are coming out and be like, yeah, no, the, the gay pride is a sexual flag. It's all about, yeah. you know, sexual. And it's like, why are we allowing this in classrooms? And like all this stuff is coming to a head. Jordan and I were talking about this a little bit this morning, but it's just, you think about your legacy for your kid or, I mean, because so much of it has to do with like how you raise them and the values you put into them and everything mm -hmm. like that. And I'm like, what, what, what is the outcome here? What do you think is going to happen? Mm -hmm. That, like, what, what research are you reading that I'm going to put my kid through this when you don't know the long-term effects? The suicide rate is still just as high. Like, what kind of legacy are you leaving for your child when it comes to this stuff? I'm just, like, blown away by just what I'm seeing. And, and then I think about, you know, what kind of legacy, you know, financial legacy, spiritual legacy, whatever, um, you know, leaving for my family, especially after interviewing these two gentlemen. Um, if you haven't listened to those episodes, you should. Um, looking back on a life where, you know, did I fight for my kids? Did I fight for our relationship? Did I, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't know. It's just an interesting, mm -hmm. I kind of went on a roundabout rabbit trail there, but I, I don't think that we think about that stuff anymore. We definitely don't think about the future of human civilization. That's for damn sure. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, you know, this is a podcast for Christians, so I can go here. You know, the, the Bible <laughs> doesn't just say to like leave a legacy for your your children. It says to leave a legacy for your grandchildren. Yeah. Right. So God's like, don't just think about like the next generation. Like babies are gonna have babies and yeah. you need to be ready to like leave something for them too. So, mm. you know, it's but it's so hard, especially in today's world where like we're trying to pour into these kids and be who we are. And then someone else is sneaking in from the side and the school systems or anything else and being like, Oh no, no, no. Your parents are bad. Well, that's, what's crazy. It's like how the school systems are like, Oh no, we don't have to tell parents anything. We don't have to do any of this, even though your kids are going through all this stuff. Um, and I was even listening to uh, another random conversation about how someone was saying that uh, <sighs> mental illness is becoming a fad. Right. The more mental illnesses you have, the cooler you are, X, what? Y, and Z. I could have been the coolest. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's along the whole same lines. It's like, right? you know, being gay, you know. I was trying being, to hide all my mental issues. Exactly. Yeah, being, right, right? you know, transgender, all kinds. Like, it's cool. Like, it's the cool thing. And I'm like. Wear your heart on your sleeve, only it's wear your, your illness on your sleeve. It's weird. Like, yeah. and, and I understand. Like, someone was even saying that. You know, they believed obviously for a long time what we didn't have good mental health awareness. Sure. But it's just like so many of the things in our society we've overcorrected. And now, right. mm -hmm. you know, you have a teacher going to school with giant fake boobs and that's okay. Right. What? Because it's the funny thing is, is not only leaving legacy as individuals, but leaving legacy as a society. Right. You're, right. More you, or less. You can impact someone else. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then like, what, what are we telling the future? Can you imagine people coming like, what? Or like aliens that came. Yeah, right. They come and dig up with their stuff and they're like, they didn't know what gender they were. This <laughs> <laughs> is not an advanced society. No. Yeah. But we can tell from looking at their bones that the, oh. Yeah. Can't say that, Jordan. Oh, yeah. You just canceled. I, I just got us canceled. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> this will be our last episode. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to rumble. We're going to the underground. We're going to censor that out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, 
but it was cool to it was cool to talk to them and um getting off on the transgender stuff but just like normal legacy yeah and one of them did really good at leaving a financial legacy which uh my wife and i have been very very like just so blown away by his generosity because mm-hmm. he has had he's made those investments and all that kind of stuff and the other one has had such a large family because uh, he had six six kids. One was like pseudo-adopted. And then he remarried and I think she had five kids. Something like that. Um, and they just have a, that's like a crazy, it's a crazy large family. Uh, and I told him this, but like it's so cool to hear what other people say about you. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, when you're not around or whatever. And it's like that is such a cool legacy to see versus like, oh, I hated my parents or I hated my dad, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But to have people that are still around, like honoring the older generation, I definitely think that's something that we have lost. We have zero respect for. Right. Like, especially talking about all the stuff we're talking about, people are like, oh, people don't, older people don't know what they're talking about. They're bigots, all this other kind of stuff. And I really wonder how often we have said that over time, just over and over again. Mm-hmm. Oh, this generation didn't know what they're talking about, or this, you know, I don't know. It's always the older generation that didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. But now, now we're getting to be that generation, and we're like, no, no, we knew what we were talking about, and the kids are like, you're so stupid. Yeah, exactly. We're just like, oh yeah, you wait, maybe uh, what? What different schools of thought though? Like America right now is very divided. I think it's even more divided than we were. Oh yeah during the Vietnam era. Um, but with different schools of thought, what we leave as a legacy, and I say we because I know all three of us are pretty conservative, um, versus what someone else would leave as legacy. I mean, they're both leaving legacy, but we're both leaving two different schools of thought behind. Mm-hmm. How do we fix that over time? That's a great question. <laughs> Well, I mean, worldview kind of impacts that. Like you say, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, you have, if you have a conservative mindset, you're going to say these values are important to me. And so these are built into the cake that is my legacy. Whereas if you're yep. you know, less conservative or, you know, just a different mindset in general, you're like, no, these values are what's important to me. So these are going to impact my legacy. And I think that might be part of why where we're at is there's been this divergence the whole time. And finally, everyone's going, why are we so far left and right? And or, mm-hmm. not politically, you know, directionally yeah. and like well for generations my family has had this mindset and this is the way legacy's been right and and for generations yours has been this way and since we had these different worldviews and and value sets we obviously ended up in different locations because that's where the map took us yeah right that's true it's uh yeah i i i don't know why nowadays i don't know if it's just because we're so hyper connected Right. Probably. You know, because, yeah, you notice things like the Internet really started interjecting. You know, everybody's got an opinion now. We're all sober connected, you know. Um, that it just, like you said, the divide was always there. You know, it's just now it's just you have a megaphone screaming into the divide or more than a megaphone, but just constantly pushing the divide further apart. And that's what's interesting is I think that. I think if you were to remove that, remove all the noise break it down i think the majority of people are very much the same right you want the Mm -hmm. same things you know obviously you want to be healthy you know you want a healthy family you want your kids to grow up and be happy like who doesn't want those things right um 
you know, you want some happiness for yourself, right? Um, blah, blah, blah. You want to be able to take care of yourself, you know, be able to eat, all those basic things. Um, but I loved the, uh, I heard a quote, people have said this probably multiple times, but it's the whole idea of like, we're watching the same movie, but mm-hmm. everybody's coming to their own outcomes. Um, but, you know, if we can't, yeah, it's just, it's interesting when you had, at least in this country, you had people that came, they inherited, you know, they were trying to, they, they were trying to run from England. They inherited the world's evil, which I don't know why people forget this. Like they think the U S was the only people that had slavery. Yeah. Right? Still slavery today. I mean, yeah. There's more slavery today than there was then, which is <laughs> right. No, I got us canceled. Yeah. So that's just what blows my mind and right, wrong or indifferent. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to go down that path, but, but now they tried to leave a legacy of trying to change things, do things differently. And you can judge that time period all you want. Um, but if we were in that time period, we would be no different than mm-hmm. anybody else yeah. that lived them. Because we are. We're all a product of, obviously, environment. But, you know, more importantly, legacy, but environment. And, like, it, everybody has this self-righteous thing, like, oh, I'd be different if I was them. Like, no, you wouldn't. You'd be the exact same like everybody else was. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. so, but I, I don't know why... I don't know why we've gotten to this point that people, I feel like you become short-sighted where we get, love them or hate them. You know, the people that started the country and like laid everything out, I think did a pretty good job mm-hmm. considering the time and their education and, and everything that was going on. You know, I, I think part of maybe what's a variable there is like even then and, and maybe less so now, but like, I feel like now people want to look to the past to say, this is my identity. My ancestors were this. And sure. My ancestors did that. Whereas like legacy is looking forward to be like, what do I want people in the future to have say about me? So like there's, I would say if you're legacy minded, you're not saying you're not, you're not going to have identity politics type situation going on. You're going to be saying, what do I do now? Despite the past, to have people say, you know, that Jordan guy, he didn't suck so bad. You know, he he did X and Y and yeah. But you have to be intentional with it. You know, yeah. like I mean legacy happens, but good legacy is not on accident. Yeah. I think you said something interesting, like the intentionality of leaving a legacy. Or just yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of it honestly stems from us being selfish as human beings. Right. Mm-hmm. The curse. Which was basically the fall of man. Yeah, I I because why why would we not put those things into somebody else? Is it because we're being selfish, because we're short-sighted, because we, you know, what's the what's the pyramid of hierarchy of want? What's that called? Oh. Where you need like shelter. Yeah. Oh, the uh, needs. Anyway. Yeah. Basic needs? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So anyway, so that know. pyramid thing, it's like We'll edit that in later. Yeah, at the at the base level, you're not you're just trying to eat, survive, not get right. killed, those type right. of things. And then you start to worry about, you know, different things as, as you go up and, you know, uh, because you become more comfortable, whatever. And then that's obviously worth the tip of that now. Because we're thinking about all this weird shit. You know, what gender am I? What sexuality am I? The planet, all this other kind of stuff. When there's, for one, there's still so many people that aren't even remotely close to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Are you talking Maslow's hierarchy? Maslow, of that's needs. what it is. Yep. Hierarchy yep. of needs. Thank yep. you, that's why we have a producer. Just duck, duck, go, actually. <laughs> duck, duck, go. But I wonder where the legacy piece mm-hmm. would fall into that. Because obviously in the beginning, you're just trying to survive. You don't give a crap. Well, regardless of whether you want to or not, you're going to leave a legacy. Because as long as yeah, someone's right. watching you, someone, as long as you're around community, you're going to leave a legacy. That's very true. Yeah. So Just the good legacies are yeah. impactful and they last for generations. Right. Bad ones, you know, you, you traumatize you the forget. heck out of your kids and then they can take therapy later and get better or whatever the mm-hmm. case is. But. Well, then if you think about it, like that's so much of our of our legacies or the legacies we've inherited is pain hurt right. and dysfunction and and all these things um and it's actually one of the things that you know the community that we're in is constantly trying to change if you will because we keep using the word legacy trying to change like your legacy trying to change the things of the past not like rewriting them necessarily but like okay what am i going to leave for my future what mm-hmm. am i going to leave for what i want for my kids what i want for the rest of my life um, cause you're right. Like whether you want to or not, we're all leaving some sort of legacy. Right. And I mean, when the majority of us are just a blip on the radar, unfortunately. So yeah, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. But outside of political ideology and, and spiritual ideology, what, what are some basic, um, things that you could leave behind that you would consider a legacy? Well, obviously you could leave a financial legacy. Um, You could, I think that one is actually a lot bigger than we give it credit for. Mm. You know, we've obviously a lot of people have demonized money or having money, blah, 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 blah. But yet we all work majority of our lives for money. Um, I feel like that's like a subset of people though. Like, yeah. It's it's always the the ultra weird Christian. I don't know. I haven't seen the demonization of money anywhere else besides like the ultra right wing Christian crowd. Well, that and then you have the super. Um, and maybe they're not demonized money. They're just demonized rich people mm-hmm. because they think that they somehow, you know. Uh, cheated to get their money or yes. whatever it was. Anyways, right. um, I don't know. I think, I think financial is huge. I don't think that we give enough credit to financial because I mean, that's one of the big things that, you know, since we're talking about this anyways, um, the reason why you have some of the disparities between white culture and then these other cultures mm-hmm. is white culture was some of it. Some of their legacy was, investments, leaving property, all those kinds of things. So they were able to start at a different level. Whereas, you know, I mean, just like the Israelites, when you're coming out of a slave legacy, when you're coming out Mm -hmm. of a slave mindset, it takes a while to get to that point. But when you stay in the slave mindset, you can't, you're always there. You're staying in the victim mindset. You can't think beyond that to where, and then there's this, this, anyways, I don't want to get into that too much. But yeah, I think financial would be huge. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think financial, spiritual, um, and then, uh, what's I'm looking for? Like, uh, your values. I mean, like, that's the legacy that people remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, my grandpa, my great grandpa taught me, or, you know, my grandparents taught me this. 
my, you know, I observed this, I whatever. But I'd say the, another big piece, at least for us and our community, is not, not continuing the painful and the hurt legacies, trying to have something different, mm-hmm. you know, trying to work on ourselves in terms of, you know, mental health, um, getting off of like getting away from like family habits, so to speak, like maybe it's alcoholism mm-hmm. or divorce or we have Christianese terms for it, but that's basically what it is. You're trying to get away from, you know, those things that maybe were rampant in your family, you know, addiction, mm. whatever that seems to, cause there's so often there's, uh, um, there's themes in families that kind of keep getting passed down and people, if you don't recognize those themes, you're going to keep continuing to pass them down to your kids. Um, so I know, I know the person that's a big one for me is like not passing negative themes down to my kids, mm-hmm. but then thinking about, okay, if I'm going to not pass down the negative themes, what are some of the better themes I want to pass down to my kids? I don't know if I'm answering your question, but what do you think? Def- I mean, definitely financial. Like while you were talking, I was thinking about how do people break out of some of that, right? Like sure. as, as Christians, we know uh, that you can break out of past traumas and, you know, what was left, what was not left behind for us or what was left behind for us. Um, but for, for folks that don't know that the way Christians do, like how would they come out of a situation like that? Like we, when we think about legacy in, in the popular culture, you think about people like the Kardashians and you think about Donald Trump and you think about like all of these people where their family, their great grandparents left them a ton of, you know, wealth. More like the super wealthy families right. throughout and the years. Yeah, yeah. Not just wealth, but, you know, a, a name and a and and recognition. But what you know, do we have a ton of examples? I mean the only I mean not the only that the one I can think about would be Ben Carson. Right? Where he there was nothing left to nothing. him and yeah. he came from nothing. Yeah. Uh but there's not a ton of stories like that that you can think of that are you know like most of those people are pretty humble so they're yeah not, so, so they're right not like, you don't hey, look at me i came from nothing uh yeah so like how do how do people break out of that the people that don't believe the way we believe in, in christianity that you could break well, what, off those curses well, what do you think i don't know that's that was what i was kind of I, yeah pondering on when back. Yeah, I just I think that boils back down to intentionality. It's like I've kind of been looking at a little article here that says these will rock you to your core. Answer these three questions. One, 25 years after my death, what, if anything, will those beyond my family remember me for? Sure. Two, if I had to give everything I own to a cause, not a person, what cause would that be? Or three, if I could snap my fingers and acquire an experience or talent, it would be blank because blank. So, I mean those are really intentional questions. Like I I feel like, I feel like that's how you break the cycle. Like you have to be intentional and you have to ask yourself these hard questions. Mm -hmm. And, but, but again, intentionality, because you'd have to kind of look at what, and you had mentioned family, but like what beyond who beyond my family is going to be impacted by my legacy? Like, what am I going to do? That's not just going to start some ripples in my pond, Mm -hmm. but affect my family, my community and my world. Cause legacy 
impacts those three places. Yeah. I was even thinking about, before we, I answer your question, I, we were thinking, I was even thinking about like, I don't hear about a lot of positive legacies. Right. You hear about a lot of like, for example, in the US, you hear a lot about like the super wealthy families, you know, Rothschild, yes. Rock, whatever, right. blah, 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 that gets passed down. But usually it has such a negative connotation um, with all of it. Or maybe like, you know, um, even in the US, like legacy of slavery, all these kinds of things, blah, 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 blah. You don't really hear a lot of super positive legacies. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, when, you know, you may have a couple generations of something fairly positive, but only takes one generation to fairly kind of wipe that out. Mm-hmm. And then like either, whether it's financial or whatever. But maybe I'm even thinking about um, uh, Billy Graham. Right. You know, the, the famous American preacher, pastor. Mm-hmm. His family is starting to leave a legacy, you know. What's crazy is it only takes one generation to erase a legacy, but it also only takes one generation to start a legacy. Right. Um, so going back to your question, how do people break out of it you know, if they're maybe not coming from a a Christian, or not even say a Christian standpoint, like because you, because yeah. we, a lot of us have been Christians the majority of our lives, and there's a difference between being Christian, and there's a difference between being a Christian who wants freedom in all areas of their lives. Um, honestly, like I would say, the biggest thing is you have to have self awareness mm. to the point of okay, what am I really like? What is my family really like? You know, and it's not to judge them. That's not what I'm getting to. You don't, not, it's not like a judging thing, but it's like, okay. Take stock. Yeah. You have to right. take stock. You have mm-hmm. to take honest stock of yourself, you know, family, all that kind of stuff. And I think the majority of the reason why people don't do that is because it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. It's scary. It's, you know, you do have to like look at your family objectively. And sometimes I think that creates a lot of anger and resentment and all these things. Um, and I think that we've come to a point in our society where we've just become, and maybe we've all been this way, but we've become so, like we were talking about earlier, we've become so judgmental of the past and not understanding what someone went through, the context of when they were from, all these things that we totally disassociate with that. And that's something that I've really recognized as I've gotten older is you know, when you're initially taking stock, when mm-hmm. you're initially kind of going through these things in your mind, you, it obviously, like I said, brings up a lot of pain and resentment, like towards your parents, for example. And it's so easy to be like, oh, I want nothing to do with them. I don't want to be like them. Maybe not nothing to do, but like, I don't want to be like them. I don't want any part of their legacy to carry in, into my life. And then when you stop and you like really take time to either get to know them talk to them like and I'm I'm thinking about this because of the two interviews that we recently did is I it's so easy to pass judgment on someone else's walk mm-hmm. when you're not them you did not go through the things they did you were not raised the way they were you're not raised in the environment that they were you know right. um, you know maybe they came from a super crazy abusive situation and all they could do is like them getting to the point that they did was a massive step up in their life or whatever it is. But it ha- you have to take stock. You have to take inventory of your own personal life, your family's life. And then it's okay, what, chew on the meat and spit out the bones. What do I not want to pass down? 
because mm-hmm. I think about my family and um, I don't really have much relationship with my dad's side, for example. Um, my mom's side, my my great grandma, I don't know about beyond her, but my great grandma was a believer. I'm going to relate to this, was a believer. My grandma is a believer. My mom isn't necessarily a believer, but mm-hmm. I'm a believer. Um, and then I think about, okay, that is going to be some of the legacy that I passed down. And my my great-grandma, my grandma went through awful things. And so it's like, it's easy to pass judgment on them and say, oh, well, you didn't do X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 mm, right. without realizing, well, you know, it, way different times, way different points in society. They had to go through way different things than I did. And it's like, they, I'm thinking they should be at level five, for example, because I started at level five without realizing they mm-hmm. started at level one and to even get to level five was the journey of their life, right? But now I get to take it to level 10 and then hopefully my kids start from a level 10. My mm-hmm. my ceiling is your floor. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I don't know how to do that without taking honest inventory and stock of your life because that's the biggest thing that gets pushed in our community, in our church is like, Jesus didn't die, simply die on the cross for you to have salvation. Obviously, that is a massive point and one of the big cornerstones of our faith. But he also died so you could live the fullest life possible. Right. You could have true freedom. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that comes from being honest with yourself, taking stock of your life, um, and actually going through that. Like, wow, I really sucked here. Or like, this wasn't so great in my family. But you know. So, okay. I don't know. What do you... Well, so like I was talking to a friend of mine and I, I was trying to talk to her about this legacy. kind of stuff, right? And well, not, not not exactly legacy, but trying to understand why she is where she is and how she can get out of it, right? Like, so she was, she was talking about she never grew up knowing her dad and the only time she met her dad was, I think when she was like, 11 or something You know so like many that. random people. Oh, I do. Because I like I, I love networking and getting to, you know, <laughs> Anyways, know people. Going, right. <laughs> and so like she was like, the only time I met my dad was when I was like 11 or something like that. And he took me to the movies to to uh, to molest me. Mm. And then she was like, I was left nothing, but I worked hard. I found a job, but then I've got all these health issues. Uh, and so like I, I you know, I. I've got to keep up with all the medication and all that stuff. And so then uh, she got married to several different men and and had kids. And then, you know, the the men all turned out to be like shitty men. Um, She finally bought herself a brand new vehicle. But then one of her ex-husbands decided to like break the windows and, you know, cut the tires and steal all of medication from the vehicle and all kinds of craziness. And, and now she's like, I don't have a vehicle. I don't have the drugs that I need. I'm kind of stuck at home. I can't, I don't have a job. He's taking my kid. Like for someone like that, like where do they even begin? Like, how do they start? And I'm like, well, you've got to change your, you've got to start with change. Like, like you were saying, it's easy for us to look at it and say, Oh yeah, here's where you start. And then for them, they're like, well, hold on, like, I can't even get to where you are. And, and you know, she's over here blaming the matriarchy and all of that stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to help you. Like, right? Like, where 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 does someone like that start? 
Damn, Ben. Yeah. All right. Well, and that's the thing. There's a lot of people out there that have all of these issues and baggage. Um, and my my question is, where do people like that start? Like, what what hope can we give them? Like, what is it that we can do? So, in a recovery program I was part of, um. They obviously, we would dig into some of the traumas and the triggers and why we did what we did and yada, yada, yada. But when it came to people that had wronged us, we still, they, they had this approach of we forgive those people, but we have to understand our part that we played in allowing that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's like you mentioned this, this individual, you know, hope, right. I hope everything gets good for her. But, you know, she had a role that was played in that. Yep. Is it her fault? Not necessarily. Right. But... She had a role. And when we understand what our role is, I feel like that changes the the lens to say, well, what would I do differently? And when we start looking at that, you know, again, you know, I said it a lot this episode, intentionality. You ha- you, you don't accidentally improve something. Yeah. So So if we can look at things and say, what's my part that I played and try to make a difference there. Sometimes the legacy is, well, they persevered. Yeah, every every other week, someone was coming and kicking down their door and robbing their house. But mm. the week after, they were out chasing that bread or whatever the young mm-hmm. kid's calling it, you know, <laughs> get getting stuff back. Tra- tra- they kept trying. They didn't give up. And that's a legacy. Mm-hmm. It is. You know? Okay. So, right. That's a good point. So yeah, sometimes good. the legacy, sometimes you can't leave the legacy you want to, mm-hmm. but you can still at least leave an example of of, you know, hard work or, you know, my mom just always gave up or my dad always gave up or mm-hmm. at least, at least they always tried. They never gave up. And I got that from my parents that, that dang it, try boy. You yeah, know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's you actually, right. cause you said it, um, we're all leaving something, right? And that's, I think you said so well there, Jordan, mm. was, uh, we're all leaving something, e- even if it's just a, an observation of my parents worked hard, they never gave up. Um, I think that is always, that's always in my, one of my biggest takeaways that I've gotten from becoming a Christian is I can't control everything for sure. Like mm-hmm. these situations that are happening to her, but I can always control, you know, obviously how I respond in my personal decisions. The hardest thing about taking stock of, because she still has to do that, mm. right? Or this people have to do it, whatever. I don't want to, I'm just going to say her because you were right. talking about her. She still has to take stock. And yeah, we love you, mystery woman, whoever yeah. you are. <laughs> it's like, I'm not saying again, and it's not right. saying that there's not people to blame and there's not hurt and there's not pain. People automatically be like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 slow down. You have to take stock because exactly what Jordan said is you still had a part to play. Mm-hmm. You still chose those men, right? right? Obviously, you didn't choose right. your dad and a horrible situation that happened to you, okay? Right. Sure. Like I'm not, and I'm not saying that doesn't take time to come back from, and that doesn't like lower the level you're on, so to speak, and all that kind of stuff. And it, it, but then you'd be like, okay, well, how do I not put myself in that situation again? Because pain, pain, hurt, trauma, whatever you want to call it, starts to mask all those things. Like I, and it turns you, and the big thing is it turns you into a victim. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely times when you are a victim. Things happen to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like that situation where her dad takes her to the thing and all that kind of stuff. But that also has to go to where was her mom? Mm-hmm. Where was, did she have another guardian, right? Okay, maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Okay, so what was that person doing? Was that person aware of that? Mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't. 
right? And I'm saying, again, stuff still happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. But it's, and without the realization that we live in a fallen world and horrible things are going to happen, right? Regardless of what control we have, we can walk outside and get hit by a bus. Um, Something horrible could happen to our kids. We could get cancer, right? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. It still boils down to what legacy do you want to leave? Because no one else is going to ultimately going to be able to control that. Because you hear of so many crazy stories of people that were wrongfully imprisoned, right? And instead of playing a victim, they, like I remember hearing a story, it was like a book of some sort, where this woman was wrongfully, this is a different country, was wrongfully imprisoned, was constantly abused and raped by her guards, mm-hmm. and she still somehow loved them and managed to get all of them saved. There you wow. go. Mm-hmm. So I hear stories like that. And I'm like, not many of us have many excuses, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, do you want to ultimately do you want to pass down the legacy of pain, or do you want to pass down a different type of legacy? And it's like, granted, different people are going to have different journeys, but you just have to. I think you just have to stop. Like, okay, my car's broken into. I don't have my meds. I can't pay my bills. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Okay, well, what do I have? Mm-hmm. Okay, do I have the internet? Okay, I do. Mm-hmm. The beautiful thing about the internet, one of them, there's obviously a lot of negatives, is like you can make money a lot of different ways on the internet. Or you can get a, you know, maybe you get a, a part-time call center gig that you can do from home. Like there's so many different opportunities to work from home now. Um, you know, like, and that's the, that's the thing is I think they're, I, I keep going back to what you said, George, I think it was really good, is what legacy are you going to leave? Because there are legacies that people that had nothing that fought or mm-hmm. something. Ben Carson, you wrote a Ben Carson. Right. You know, I think about even just my grandma. Horrible situations, um, really horrible men that she was married to, right? Blah, blah, blah. First off, she still chose those men, unfortunately. Now, the things they did to her, inexcusable, awful, all those types of things. But then you have to stop and think, okay, I can't change that. Can I get to can I get to another point to pass something down to my children? Can she pass down hard work? Mm. Going back to this one. Can she pass down hard work? Can she do something? Because the more you play a victim card, the more you're simply going to stay where you are or regress. Plain and simple. Right. That's why you have to take stock. That's why you have to, and stop me because I'm rambling. That's why you no. have to um because I think about my own life. I think about coming from not object poverty, but just being lower on the income scale. You know, having parents that suffered with, you know, drug addiction, there being sexual abuse in my family, all those kinds of things. And in coming from a really small town to where it's so easy to just fall into the same patterns that everybody else is doing in the town. Right. And and I wasn't aware of this at the time. And that's why I think going back to my interview with Harold, um, I don't remember what the episode is called, so forgive me. Um, the first Harold, they're actually both named Harold, which is kind of funny. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's called, maybe it's called The Life Well Lived. Um, but anyways, he was talking about having a dream. Mm. And so often, pain, hurt, trauma, whatever legacy is getting passed down in your family will crush your dreams. Because mm. if you continually think that you're a victim and nothing's ever going to change and yada, 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 you're going to not have a dream. You're not going to have any vision for the future. 
And that was the big thing is like, I didn't, we, so much of, I think my uh, family's vision and life and dreams were robbed from them. That it, that's your Maslow hierarchy start. I'm hopefully this is all making sense, but your Maslow hierarchy starts to go down and down and down because you're no longer worried about having a dream and having a vision. You're worried about survival. Mm -hmm. And then, so the level you start from goes down. So then the level I started from, there wasn't a whole lot of, well, well, you can do this and dreaming and blah, 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 blah. It was survival. It was numbing pain. Mm -hmm. It was all these kinds of things. So I look back on my life to where I am now to where I have had a lot of freedom from themes past in my family. You know, I have uh, an, simply the most amazing wife, um, you know, healthy kids, all these things. Uh, and I just, I just go back and I'm like, if I was to stay a victim, if I could, so could have, I could have knocked somebody up in my hometown. I could have done those things. And I say to make my own mistakes and, and everything mm -hmm. else. But it all boils down to the decisions I made in those moments. Sometimes they were good decisions. Sometimes I, I really, sometimes I think it was just the luck of the draw. Hmm. I was like, right. oh, I did knock that chick up. Like, <laughs> all right. or whatever it was, or, you know, or God's providence and all that kind of stuff. So I rambled a long time there. Um, but it is, as Jordan said, it's like it has, she has to make different decisions. Even, even if they're small, right. mm -hmm. understanding the small decisions will impact and, and snowball and all that kind of stuff. So it's like you have to, and you can't, you, the longer you see yourself as a victim, regardless of what area it is, mm -hmm. no yep. matter, I'm not saying it didn't have horrible things and not saying you don't process those things and all those things, but you have to, at some point, no longer be a victim. Right. Well, and as a side note and matter of observation, <laughs> just, just so that John can have a break. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, John, a lot this, one's, this one's for you. Um, no, is, um, you know, people who live in the past and are, are victim mentality, like you've said, um, those people are kind of a bore to be around. They're always complaining and like hateful yeah. and dang you patriarchy right. or matriarchy or patriarchy or whatever right. the heck it is. But then the people who take the bad situations and say, not today, mm -hmm. negative legacy and like persevere and try to find something good to do. Like those are the people that are always such a light in mm -hmm. a room. Right. You know, you, you have that grandpa that just was lived in poverty, plowing the field all day long. Mm -hmm. But then like, you talk to him and he's like, oh yeah, why are you so happy, grandpa? Because every day this really great thing happens to me. I wake yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I start my day alive. It's awesome. You know? Right. Perspective. Well, it's that legacy. That's, that's good. That's a that's huge, good. that's yeah. a very good point. That's a massive legacy that right. gets passed down for sure. Mm. What do you think, Ben? How does that woman break that cycle? Jeez. How does she change her legacy? I, like, like you said, start start small, start somewhere. You've got at a, least perspective. Yeah, yeah, perspective. perspective yeah, yeah. No, I, that was good what you said, Jordan. That was really good. Yeah, I think that is actually huge because if you think about it, you know, maybe they didn't have, they didn't leave a crazy financial legacy, right? But maybe they imparted vision, dream, whatever, um, thankfulness, thankfulness. I mean, the research behind being thankful is crazy now, um, how it changes you, but. Uh, all those things because you can pass down legacy pain, hurt, you're never going to get anywhere. Or like, yeah, maybe things weren't great. We had to work hard, but like you can change something. You can do something different. And it's like it starts to, and you can see that it, we've had this now so often in our society. Um, 
But then like, what are you listening to? Are you listening to negative stuff? Are you listening to, and don't get me wrong, there's definitely times to sympathize with pain and embrace and learn all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But like, are you constantly filling yourself with, like you said, like other victims are draining on you. They are, especially when you're trying to change stuff. Um, who are you marrying? I think that's another big thing. It's like, slow the hell down mm -hmm. and really get to know somebody. And like, okay, who am I actually marrying? What do they think? You know, what do they think about this stuff? Um, because it is, it's all, it's all down to personal choice, ultimately. Because she could have been like, okay, I all these horrible things happen to me, okay? But I'm going to be damn sure that the people that I invest my time into, that I marry, that are going to be different. Mm. Because, and the problem is, is that sometimes when we start from such a deficit, we do not have the skills or the sight to recognize other people that are in such a deficit as well. And then you marry or join lives. And then you're all both such a deficit that you can't, you can't, you can't get beyond that. I don't know if any of that makes sense. What do we have, Jordan? How many, how many? Um, we're, we're at about 46. The okay. one last thing I wanted to kind of bring up, because I found this types of legacy that I liked, is, and we've talked about two of them, is values and material. Mm -hmm. The third one is biological. Ooh. So your, your genetic health and body legacy. Like if you're not a healthy person, you know, you bless your mothers that have, but like if you smoke while you're pregnant or, or drink or whatever, or like you have some genetic disorder. You know, I unfortunately have given my children, my child has a genetic legacy of cancer, you know, and that's mm -hmm. not something that I can really fight, but at least, you know, be aware of and like, Hey, go get checked up all the time for whatever. Yeah, that's a good mm -hmm. point. But yeah, you know, right. so, so I mean, that's, they're not so much control in that one, but that's like the third type of legacy. I figured well, since we were getting the end, you know. Mm. Well, I think that's an interesting thing is like, could, I also wonder like, okay, and depending on, like, obviously this is probably not something we'll ever know until we die on uh, Dr. Jesus is like, okay, well, what is, where does a, a health thing stem from? Heart, cancer, whatever. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you could potentially change in your generation? Like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be very healthy. I'm going to be fit. I'm going right. to exercise well. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, that's so, just, a, so that's a total theory. Maybe but. this is ignorance speaking. So, so I'm, I'm sorry, internet. No, if, I have no but, idea. I mean, no, I'm just, like, you yeah. know, obese. I didn't even think Pe about People who are obese one. tend mm -hmm. to have children that are sure. also, I mean, not sure. always, right. not sure. always, you know, sure. exceptions sure. to rules. And again, maybe I'm ignorant, but you know, a family with a mom and dad that love to go running in the morning every day and yeah. eat oatmeal for, I don't know what they do because that's not my family. <laughs> um, you know, with these healthy things they do, but like, that's a legacy that True. they leave for their children mm. is health yeah through through and even through genetics because usually those people are more healthy off to begin with that, well, that was my that was my thought is like could we because have we gotten so unhealthy as a society so that's for why we so see such rampant cases of cancer and all these things or we're we just better detecting it right blah blah blah. you can just like my dad always took us to that. mcdonald's so i love mcdonald's it makes me think of my dad and yeah. now i weigh 500 pounds yeah well then it's just like the whole the mm -hmm. have you guys heard about all the uh all the stuff that they're starting to discover with seed oil like no um like grapeseed oil for example supposedly is like one of the most horrible things that you can ingest and of mm. course it's in everything mm. people cook with it all these kinds of things. Grape seed, like, or do you mean canola? What's that? Grape seed, or do you no, mean grape canola? Hmm. Grape seed, because they, um, they had. I think. Well, it's that's in like all Mediterranean dishes. Yeah, 
Because what but happens, we talk about the Mediterranean diet being one of the best. Because the I'll have to I'll have to find the Joe Rogan podcast I was listening huh. to about this. And I don't know if there's All like right. research. He's just, just trying to sell you Alpha Brain. Don't listen. I am. To that. <laughs> <laughs> Joe sponsored the podcast. Yeah, right. Um, Thanks, Joe. But it's the um, I guess long time ago. <laughs> Uh, obviously, they have grapes. They're harvesting grapes. They're doing mm-hmm. wine. They're doing all kinds of things. But they had all this seed stuff left over. And then they figured, like, if they continue to process it, then they get grapeseed oil. And, but supposedly, like, and it's in it. But they're like, obviously, there's canola oil. But, like, even just the seed stuff that they're not technically, not supposed to be oil from it. Like, olives, you press them, you mm-hmm. get oil. You don't, you don't necessarily have to do anything else to continue to process them. It's like the first level of processing. You just eat the seed. Yeah. But, like... Grape seed, you can have like to, to see con- eat an olive seed. Why not? Let's roast it. <laughs> Next podcast. Yeah. Uh, but if you continue to process it, you get grape seed oil. And supposedly, like, it is, like, awful for you. And it's, really? in, it's in everything. Like, different seed oils are in all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll send, it, send it to you. Wow. So, uh, but yeah, no, that's an interesting point, though, Jordan, is, like, the whole biological thing. What are we... I, I do wonder. I mean, that would obviously... You'd have to have some crazy data for that to support anything like that. But I'm sure that there's some sort of somewhere because it would make sense. Like if you continue to live unhealthy lifestyles, you're going to continue to pass that down. Because um, obviously people that are totally well, healthy yeah, still I'm die. I'm thinking you could also introduce a yeah. bad legacy as well, right? Like it's not just legacy that you carried that you're introducing. It's like you could introduce something entirely new to your family. You could come from a healthy family that was poor and couldn't afford a lot, but, you know, they were healthy because they didn't need a lot of junk. But then now you, you came out of it and you're like, you know, I'm never going to let my kid live that way. And then you feed them everything you can. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you introduce obesity into your, you know, yeah. All right. Yeah. Legacy. Yeah. That's our random conversation about legacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys know what to do. Do all the things. Go to all the places. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. But the big thing is continue to share the podcast with people. Sure. One one last story is I was talking to a couple of gentlemen, some younger gentlemen, just connecting and talking about life and all those kinds of things. And I'm like, man, you know what? Maybe not every single thing we talk about on the show, <laughs> but there are so many, I think, things that could help people think about their future, think about their legacy, thinking about what kind of decisions they're making, you know, all these different things, thinking about things that we need to think about as men. It's so important that we get these conversations going, continuing these conversations, having healthy dialogue around this stuff. Uh, So make sure to not only go and listen, subscribe, all that kind of stuff for yourself, but pass the show on. Mm -hmm. Um, That is so incredibly important. The message needs to get out there. Uh, Continue to keep an eyeball on the YouTubes. We will get more stuff up. It's just a matter of time. So I bear with us. I'm sorry, people. We out.